Yeah, I know we're getting like everything pulled up right now, but I had an interesting question just sent to me, dude. It was um, <laughs> somebody who's like relatively new to the game just sent me a message. It was like, hey, what's your go-to gun right now? Made me think about it. What are you What are you using right now? What's your go-to? <laughs> Anything I can find on a scav. <laughs> <laughs> that's ex- It's almost exactly what my answer is. <laughs> it's like it's like whatever managed to make its way into my into my stash. I'm 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 living my best level ten scav find all the things. Uh, PS life. <laughs> well, okay. What about this? If if you see your scav with a certain gun, which one do you get excited for? Anything that's 76239, I'm pretty much excited for. But it doesn't matter, man. Shotgun, whatever. Sometimes you just have to use what you got. I well, shotguns, no. I I always like the uh SKS or OPSKS. So I'm I guess I'm kind of on the same same boat as you. 762 by 39 right now, so. All right, well, I'm I'm good, man. Let's uh let's get into this thing. Hey there, Mike, a.k.a. MTB Trigger here, and with me as always is my co-host Ronald, a.k.a. Eric. If you are brand new, welcome. This is an Escape from Tarkov podcast where we talk about all things EFT, and our goal is to get better at the game, and we hope you come along with us for that journey. Just a note, we are 100% listener-supported except for the occasional sponsored episode, so keep your ears open for that. And if you're interested in supporting us at even a dollar a month, head over to Patreon. Thank you so much for those of you that already support. We appreciate you greatly. This week, we are going to talk about Scav Karma, your Scav runs, how different playstyles are kind of accepting this new system, and the ups and the downs of what it means to shoot a Scav in the face when you're playing and otherwise wiggle and drop some loot on the floor, which is just crazy new times in Tarkov. We're going to go over all of that and I'm sure some other rabbit holes as we dive into this. Uh, but first, let's talk about our weeks in Tarkov as always. Trigger, how was your week? <laughs> you thought this would let us talk about something else other than scaving and scav karma. But sir, I have to inform you that you're wrong because I have no choice. I only ran one raid in the last week. It was a scav raid and I'm prepared to tell you all about it. It, uh, it all began, you know, it was uh, it was the evening I had just gotten off of a work call that lasted way too many hours, and then uh, I was like, "Hey, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get in and just do a scav raid and and check it out. You know, get a raid in. You know, I didn't want to run a PMC. I was tired, to be honest. So I was like, I don't, really don't want the stress of needing or feeling the need to survive. So I get on my scav. I immediately load in. I was on interchange. I spawned in under idea, and I was right by the little escalator there that goes up where the mall meets idea so i turn left and there's two player scabs immediately and they wiggle at me i wiggle back it appears that i'm going to be allowed to uh, run off and loot so i run straight across and there's that duffel bag right there on the couch so i start to loot that and immediately as i start discovering the items in the duffel bag i see a flashlight flashing on me just on off on off on off and as soon as i stand up and turn around pop right in the head (laughs) i'm just like 
Okay, well, that's enough Tarkov for this week. Let's see what happens next week. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I laughed really hard. I mean, it like it wasn't horrible, but it was like, I just wanted to like do a run, pull some loot out, throw it in the scab box, sell it later. I didn't anticipate, and I'm sure everybody listened to the last episode, I wasn't anticipating a whole lot of playtime. But it was just like, okay, all right, this is not the week for Tarkov, no problem. It's crazy. This whole idea that you can't shoot scavs as a scav. Some people probably don't even know the scav karma system is even in the game. Let's be honest. And so what we're dealing with right now is this kind of weird in-between. Do I shoot him? Do I not shoot him? Do I care about the repercussions of my fence reputation going down and having a long scav timer? All that goes through your mind every time you log into the game, on top of everything else that goes through your mind every time you log into the game. It just is weird. So I I can definitely empathize with that. I, on the other hand, have done a lot of scav running this week for science, of course, for the show, for everybody. I had I had to do some science. So one of the probably the most memorable raid because it was frustrating and it was my last one for the day after this happened i had done 13 scav runs in a row where i didn't see anybody i was scaving on shoreline and i just did 13 shoreline scav runs didn't see anybody i even tried to do it at night so i could maybe see some cultists or something nothing so i would go through we keep doing scav runs and in the 13th scav run, oh, and the other major thing is I didn't have the sound on. So I'm doing this with no sound on even because I'm really curious, is scav running so safe that I don't even have to have the sound on? And so I, I thought, well, on my, my 14th scav run, I'm like, I didn't have the sound on and I'm just running around. I'm not even really paying attention really to what I'm doing. And sure enough, I, I come up to, uh, I notice there's another scav running around uh, weather station pull up to him, do the wiggle. He wiggles back. He wasn't running in the normal pattern that AI scavs run. So I thought, well, maybe this is a player scab. Maybe this is my chance. So I go upstairs. I loot a couple of the file cabinets. I'm full. I had a scav backpack. So I filled that up. I come down. He shoots me right away. And I was like, okay, this whole system is totally jacked. We need to talk about it on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And so... I, I have I've got I've got some good stories from doing some raids, but I am I'm kinda over this whole like wiggle and try to share loot and then get shot by the person who doesn't understand what's going on. I really want to dive into this today. So that that was that that's the story. Raid raid number fourteen ended in, in tragedy, but I didn't even have the sound on. I look forward to diving into why I did that and what I think that means for the game. So that's my story. I think a couple of the points you brought up are pretty in line with how I feel about it. Normally, I would fight you on your hot take, but my take is equally as hot. It's more from a opportunity standpoint. I think that Scav Karma could be or could have been a phenomenal addition. I think the initial implementation, to your point, is just lacking, and it has so many cool key components. And so to just put it out there, if you're guessing my point, I think that Scav Karma has taken what was probably the best entry point that got new people into the game, right? Just the concept of, hey, you can go in and you kind of have a free run at this hardcore mill sim crazy MMO, you know, every 20 minutes or however long in the beginning. You get a free run at it and you get to check it out and you can try to kill people and get better at PvP or you can loot. You can basically do whatever you want. 
and it's kind of just a no risk, potentially high reward situation. And now scav karma's in there, and every time you perform a quote unquote negative karma action, you get you know, a slap on the hand in the form of a minus percentage of rep or a minus points for rep. And if you do something good, you get the plus. So the consequences of this system being added are things that we alluded to last week. And, you know, I kind of saw it this week where these guys wiggled at me, I wiggled back, and then they shot me in the back of the skull. And you can do whatever you want in this game. And I have, I have no ill will towards someone who uses an in-game system to trick another person and shoots him in the back of the head. The reason I don't like the system is, to your point, you said it. I think it makes the game feel too safe because the average experience that I've had while scaving since this has been implemented is I run through a map, wiggle at everything that I see, and occasionally a PMC is running around, I wiggle at them and they shoot me. But for the most part, it's just scabs running around trading loot and not shooting at each other because nobody wants the negative karma. That to me is taking this game that is super challenging and I don't think it needs to be made easier or feel less safe because that's one of the most intriguing parts about this game is when you actually get over that mental hurdle that I'm going to try to escape from Tarkov. And you know it's going to be brutal because everybody says it is when you first get the game. So if you're just starting the game out and you're dealing with Scav Karma, you're like, this game is not that hard. I don't even, I'm not even in danger running around looting. Like, what's the point? So for me personally to take all of that, relate it back to myself, it's made Scav Raids uninteresting. For one, there's not very much loot in there. Two, everybody wiggles at each other. And even if I'm feeling like shooting somebody else, it penalizes me for going in and PvPing. And I used to love scav raids for just going crazy berserker mode and PvPing and shooting AI scavs, shooting whatever I can come across as a way to just keep my PvP skills kind of refined and on point. And I think it's just doing a big disservice right now. I can't wait to talk about ways that maybe we think it could improve, ways it could change. I hope you heard me in the beginning, not just you, but anybody listening. I really think there's opportunity in this system. I just really, really don't like scav running now. And it's it's just become uninteresting, which is unfortunate for me because I used to just love scav running whenever I could carve out 15 minutes and running an interchange run. So anyway, long take, that's my hard take, but I'm excited to talk about how you increase it what you get penalized for, and our thoughts with it. So you kind of gave your uh, your short take, so I'll let you uh, jump in now. Yeah, well, I mean, let's let's dive right in, right? So I, we do want to talk about Scav Karma. I'm going to give you my, my longer take here, and we do want to cover a couple different areas of this as we kind of get through it. I'll just, I'll give you my a little bit longer take and say, maybe I'm not as hard at the, I don't think the game is interesting. That's not really the take that I have. I'm more in the line of, I don't like it feeling like there's two different Tarkov games. Because in one Tarkov game, you're encouraged to shoot everything that moves. It doesn't matter. Shoot on site, no matter what. And the other Tarkov game, you're encouraged to play completely differently. And there's no real explanation or no real rhyme or reason as to why this is. I don't understand the lore pieces if they're trying to say that scavs are supposed to work together somehow or whatever. But the whole point of being a scav is that you're in it for yourself. That's kind of the point. It doesn't really make sense to me from that perspective. Maybe somebody can explain in episode feedback what the lore piece of it is because I'm not following that. 
But then the other piece of it is I, I'm really looking at how it doesn't make sense to me. I've been playing Tarkov now. This is what, you know, multiple wipes in at this point. And being trained and having muscle memory that that nothing is your friend, right? Nothing in Tarkov is friendly to you. <laughs> if there's another player or NPC running around, it's really not your friend. And I think that's one of Tarkov's really greatest attributes is that nothing really is safe. And that's one of the things that I think makes the game kind of compelling and it makes it hard, right? It doesn't make it fun sometimes, but it makes it rewarding. And I feel like the Scav Karma system has really made scaving not nearly as rewarding. Because if I can do 13 scav runs in a row with the sound off, not paying attention, and exfil every single time, never seeing another person, there's just something wrong with that design when it comes to the gameplay. So my my take is really not in the sense of, uh, I think it's ruining a certain aspect of the game. I'm more along the sense of, it's another game inside of the game with no real explanation or direction. And I just don't think it's a good way to go because scaving was always, like you said, the on-ramp into the big part of the PMC, which is the bulk of the Tarkov experience. And right now, that on-ramp is going to be totally different than the PMC experience. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I, I think that's really interesting, especially what you said about how everything is hostile. At least it has been. <laughs> In the last few wipes, everything's been hostile. So even on scavs, for the most part, you know, you, you kind of killed everything. And occasionally, for me at least, I would leave an AI scav or a group of AI scavs up if they were in a very common place, like the front of the Ollie store, for example. It's almost like a spike trap for PMCs, right? Where if they start shooting or something goes on in the front there, that tells me to either, you know, if I'm in a bad spot to brace and get ready to fight, or it's time to peel out the back because someone's coming to town and you can hear the gun or whatever. So I agree with that. And that's a big change. Now, I do really quickly want to go over just the high level, how you increase scav karma, what it kind of is, how you reduce it, that kind of thing. So um, effectively, Scav Karma is a reputation with fence, right? So fence's reputation got added, and you can do certain things to increase that and get benefits, and you can do things that reduce it significantly. So uh, the ways that you increase Scav Karma, if you kill a bad player Scav, which would be somebody else in the map that you Scaved in is also a Scav, and they're shooting other scavs or they're shooting at like raid bosses or raiders that kind of thing that's one absolutely and the one thing about bad scavs how do you know if it's a bad scav <laughs> well unfortunately the only way right now to identify a bad scav is if they shoot you and they hit you because <laughs> if they shoot at you and miss it doesn't do anything it doesn't flag them as hostile and you get penalized if you kill them. <laughs> right. So, I mean, again, <laughs> not good. Continue. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you also get increased karma or increased rep if you kill other PMCs. There are PMC and scav extracts. So, if you extract with a PMC, like you somehow manage to communicate with them, and you extract, you get increased rep there. Uh, one of the more unique ways is to protect bosses or the boss guards. So if you're protecting them and players come to kill them, you can get increased reputation, significant, I believe, if you help 
defend them. And then the last way to increase it is to use car extracts. So the ways that you reduce it, we kind of talked about in that, but if you kill another scav and they were not hostile to you or hadn't killed other player scavs, you'll get a decrease. If you kill a raid boss or if you kill a boss guard when you're playing as a scav, you will have significant reputation decrease. Before we jump into kind of these individual ones, I guess I want to just really quickly, here's the benefit if you decide to focus on this and raise your reputation. Your scav cooldown timer can be reduced. Uh, Your scav loadout gets better, so you can more regularly spawn in with things like a bigger backpack or class 4 armor or healing items, things like that. Um, When you see what extracts you have as a scav, uh, if you get your reputation up, you will have more options as you get your rep higher. The return time on the scav case can be reduced. You get cheaper car extracts. You know, the AI treats you differently. The bosses will treat you differently as you get higher. Fences prices will actually change for the better if you get the rep up. And I think there's something to do with insurance. I can't remember exactly what it was, but those are those are kind of the reasons why you would do this. So I wanted to get how it kind of works and how it functions out there. And then you said something that I want to circle back to right away. You said that there isn't really a clear direction. And this is kind of where I agree because they've put this in, they've put all of these different things you can do to increase the reputation, but on a average raid, it kind of functions as people just running around not shooting each other and pulling loot out of the raid because that's what we've been trained to do, wipe after wipe after wipe. And I think there are really cool things they could have directed people to do if they would have rolled it out in chunks or made like scav karma events, like protecting bosses and and things like that. Like they put some insanely cool opportunities in here, but it's also like from an interesting standpoint, which is kind of my hot take is that scav raids aren't really interesting anymore. You could scav in to like reserve, go find the bosses and or the boss excuse me if they're still alive it could just be one of those raids where no one shows up and you're just hanging out for 30 minutes and then because you're a scab and you don't want your rep to go down you can't kill the raiders and the boss because you don't want to lose a rep so it's like the the incentive system feels a little odd on top of the hostile enemy scav enemy a or enemy player scav you know not triggering very well right now it's almost like they need to double the hitbox or something. So I wanted to circle back to that because I think you made a really good point regarding the direction. And it's almost like they threw everything at the wall, hoping that it would just become this new cool system. And instead, they just made scav runs kind of boring. Yeah, I am having a hard time. Usually I can find like some redeeming quality in what the decisions that they made. But this particular decision, it's like a square peg in a round hole from a Tarkov game design perspective. It seems like a good idea, like on a whiteboard in a dev office. Oh, let's just implement this system to do something with fence. You know, that'd be great, right? But in practice, there's no way to know really how to advance your rep. And I mean, before someone says in the comments or in episode feedback, I know the streamers who know life, the game found a way to get to like, you know, 40 rep or whatever, and then, you know, go down and there's a couple of YouTube videos, but normal people are not going to do that. You can't play for 160 hours as an experiment to see how long it takes to get your scav wrap up, right? So 
I just don't understand how this benefits the bulk of the player base, and it makes scav running for high time aggressive players super boring because you have to be really, really reserved. So if you are going to scav at all in the first place, then that's going to be a totally different experience for you. For the loot goblins in the game, it doesn't change anything. It probably makes it easier to just keep scooping up loot everywhere you go. And for everybody kind of in between or like every now and then, yeah, it'd be nice to go pick up a gun or something or, you know, shoot that scav to get whatever they have if you're looking for like a labs card or something. I don't really know how it really helps any of the groups of players in the game. Or it makes it more fun for anybody. And and I'm just going to circle back and say I did 13 raids in a row with my sound off and I never once felt like I was in danger. It, it's just the weirdest thing. So I... I think this system maybe was one of those good ideas to try, but it's going to have to end up getting majorly adjusted or just removed without some clearer path for how fence reputation can progress. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I, I don't know that it needs to get removed because, I mean, if you want to focus on this, you can. I think you hit on the, the key, though, is that for, the, for most players, even low, middle, high playtime, it doesn't do a whole lot to change it other than change everybody's behavior, which is, I mean, that's the kind of the point that it's called karma. So, like, I get that, but it, <sighs> I guess I have a hard time not looking just at the solutions that I think could maybe change it with relatively low effort that could possibly take it from just kind of being an obscure system that a content creator or a player may try like one wipe. But if you're going to spend a boatload of hours on your scav working on your fence rep, I think you're, I mean, you're doing that at the expense of PMC progression to some point. Like if you're staying in raids for a long time, hoping to get additional reputation or hoping to do those, you know, extracts with PMC cooperation. And then if you die, you just wasted a boatload of time. Or if nothing happens, you don't get out with the loot you want. So there's all of that involved in it. I think where this could absolutely take a turn, and this is just kind of the first thing I wanted to run by you, was if there was some kind of scav faction. Like when you scav in, there was some sort of visual reputation where, you know, like Prapper had scavs, Fence had scavs. And, and Fence could still be the ultimate reputation point. Maybe it's like Prapper had scavs and then maybe they put in UN scavs for Peacekeeper and then, I don't know, Therapist or something. So there would be like a pretty easy to identify visual cue what scav faction you're loading into as. And then you were in the raid and if you found other scavs from other factions, you could kill those or engage with those to affect your reps. So like if you were you spawn in as a, a UN scav and you see other UN scavs on the map, those you wouldn't want to kill and you have a visual representation to not fight them, right? And then it would almost add incentive to be like, ooh, UN scav, let's team up, right? Kind of what's going on right now, but it, it would probably make it happen a little easier. And then it would also incentivize, you know, not just wiggling at everything that runs by, but there may be a little got this like, oh, I got a UN scav, let's go kill some proper scav or whatever. So I was thinking about it that way, where that could make it really interesting, and it would be a much more fluid experience of understanding what you're supposed to be doing when you scav in, because just the reputation plus and minus when you kill other scavs, it just makes you not want to shoot your gun. And I really don't think that's a good direction for Tarkov from an overall feeling standpoint. It just feels too safe right now. 
Well, that's an interesting take. Let's explore that a little bit. So if there was groups of scav factions, let's take Shoreline, for example. Say there was three groups or three factions per map, right? And I spawn as a scav. I don't have any armor and I have a crappy gun. So I'm going to intentionally have some hostile players on the map, right? And I'm going to have some intentionally have some hostile scavs on the map as well. But I don't really have enough gear to really pick those engagements very effectively. I don't know if that's going to feel much different than PMC rating because it's going to take a lot longer and be more intentional. So why wouldn't you just put that time into your PMC? That, that That's my initial feeling on that. Like, I think the purpose of scaving is to obtain items. And if you're feeling, if you're low on money or low on gear, you want to go have a way to maybe go get some more of that. I don't think a strategic PvP experience by design is really what I would do on a scav run. I would just take my PMC in. I control my kit then, and then I control my strategy, and I have more time. I'm thinking that if there was multiple setups to that, it would turn the scav experience into a less effective use of time. Because you'd have 17 minutes, but you'd have to fight your way through things, and you wouldn't end up with as much stuff and have a higher probability of dying, which I'm fine with that. But it's it's the efficiency of time with the scav raid that's kind of got me stuck on that. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. And I guess in my mind, I really think PMC Lite is a good opportunity, right? To just take whatever gear you get on your scav and just go loot and avoid combat or go find combat if you want it and it's a free play. But I do see your point. So while you were talking, here's what I'm thinking. What if it's two scav factions instead of three? And let's say you were trying to go on interchange. What if you selected interchange as the map and then you select you know you hit raid and you pick scav or pmc and interchange says occupied by fences scavs or whatever the two factions are right call it fence and un scav and un scav so currently interchange is occupied by fences scavs and you could pick to be on fences team or you could pick to be on the other one that way if you're going in you know that all ai scavs are going to be on your side, or you're going in as a hostile scaf, and you know that it's kind of like PMC light. What about that? See, I just don't see any difference going in having everybody hostile. I would just take my PMC in because I have more. I have more control over what I'm doing and my kit. And so, if I know I'm going in hot, I would just go in hot. And the purpose of a scavron to me, and it, maybe it's just me, and I fully accept this, but. The purpose of the scavron to me really is more about stuff acquisition and not as much about combat. But if I see combat opportunities, I don't want to be penalized for taking them. I guess is kind of where I'm at. Yeah, so I guess that that last statement you made, being penalized for taking them, is really the thing that I think the scav karma system seeked to change the most. And I think they went too far in the direction of penalty. And I agree with you. I was trying to stick somewhere in leaving that concept of penalizing just killing AI scavs as a scav a lot. Or if you wanted to do that, you would scav in as the other faction so you know everything's kind of hostile. And you're right, it is similar to PMC and it doesn't have the same gear so you don't have as much control over it. I guess I was just trying to give the player the option to either loot safely and maybe encounter other hostile scavs, but AI won't shoot at you. Or go in and as a scav and know everything's hostile. 
So I was, tr- I was trying to solve both camps, but maybe not being able to take PvP on the quote-unquote safe one in my example. You know, if it's fences, scavs on the map, and you scav in his fence. But maybe that's where the scav karma system works, right? Where if you're like, you know what? That guy has a gun or a pilgrim bag or whatever. Normally, I'm not going to engage combat, but I'm willing to sacrifice the rep because I want that gun or that armor or that bag. And that's where I guess the scav karma system combined with what I just said, I think it would be a better scenario than now. Again, I'm trying to find a solution, but it would still have that small penalty of a slight reputation decrease for you choosing to take combat, but maybe not as, you know, kind of brutal as it is right now. Well, maybe we should take this conversation this direction. What do you think the problem is that they're trying to solve? Oh my goodness. That's a great question. Um, I, I, and I like that we did this kind of on the last one when we were talking about the um, level 20 flea because it, it forces me to switch the way I'm thinking about the problem. For anybody that's listening, you're not going to hear the huge amount of pause I'm taking to listen to this or to think about this. But I'm sitting here thinking about it. That's a great question. That I, I, That's the biggest issue I have. The biggest issue I have is I didn't see problems with the original scab system. So I'm not sure what they're trying to solve because I didn't perceive there being an issue. So for me, this feels like something that would have been better served being like an event in Tarkov and not being an actual part of the real fundamental game design for an entire wipe or maybe going forward. I always like to start my critique of anything, whether it's in my career or whether whatever, but Tarkov especially with, okay, if I'm a Tarkov dev, what am I trying to solve here? And the critique of the scav system could have been, it's maybe just boring because you're just running around and getting things. So let's make the scav play more intentional. So I'm just playing kind of devil's advocate for my position, which I've already laid out for a half hour. So I'm I'm trying to break it down in a way that, you know, maybe someone who disagrees with me might think about it. And if the, so if I think that the scav system was boring and now I find this new system to be really interesting, okay. I'm wondering how long can you just run around and loot before that is uninteresting. Tarkov is a game of goals. And to reach your goals, you either have to do your PMC, right, to level and get all the way up through level 20 flea, level 40 unlock the trailers, level 71 kappa. Tarkov is a game of goals. And it takes time to achieve all those goals. And when you do hit them, it's very rewarding. If you're going to invest a chunk of your time into the scav system for scav karma, you're taking away from achieving goals on your PMC. Now, that could mean that your PMC is not necessarily the main part of your game. And maybe this wipe, some people say, hey, I'm just going to scav and I'm going to be a scav this wipe and do that. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But for the player that's going to try to continue with the traditional established Tarkov path of getting through the hideout, getting through the traders, unlocking the flea, all of those things, this is going to be, I think, a bit of an annoyance. That's my first kind of take on it because of how little loot is actually in and how picked over everything kind of feels in certain maps. But then how opportunistic scav hunting is not really part of the game anymore. So I don't know. I gave two different perspectives there, gave you a chance to think about it for a second. What do you think? I like breaking it down from the development side and what they're trying to solve, perceiving that there might be a problem with the current system. I think that 
if there is a critique of the old scav system pre-karma, it's that it was a very like linear, there's really only two things to do. You go in and loot, you go in and fight, you extract. Pretty simple, and you don't get a choice over what you're wearing. It's just random. So maybe what they were trying to solve was giving people more things to do as a scav. I do like it from that standpoint. You know, go extract with the PMC and get really rewarded for that. Go defend the scav bosses and get rewarded for that. Use the car extract and get rewarded for that. After you've done this for a while, you get some bonuses, even on your PMC, right? In the hideout. There's bonuses there. I like that. If that was the problem they're trying to solve, I agree with that. I guess where it becomes challenging for me is the, and the critique that I would have if that's what they were trying to solve would be on the penalty. Because you're right, it it did fundamentally change how scav runs go, or at least how it's going right now. What we're experiencing, perhaps, could be the result of this system coming in when the game is not persistent yet. You know, so as long as wipes go on, if this is how scav karma is going to be, I think it's reasonable to expect that this is kind of what it would be like if they don't modify it at all. When and if it went persistent, I think this system is actually kind of a really good idea. So maybe that's what they were trying to solve, is changing scavs during a persistent Tarkov. Because when you don't have the reset happening, you know, the whole 160 hours comment you made, becomes a little bit less impactful because if you grind out scav karma over a long period of time, it doesn't matter what you lose. And that's the benefit of of the MMO side, the persistence side. If there's not a penalty or if there is a penalty, but there's a reward and you can do it over longer periods of time. Your question led me to think about those things. And from that standpoint, I think they put some stuff that could be really interesting. But I think based on how long the season is, Moving the Kappa container out, moving the fleet to level 20. I just wonder how adopted all of the systems that they implemented with Scav Karma are actually going to be used. I think that a high playtime player, you know, maybe when they hit all of their goals on their PMC, this presents a really neat goal to pursue after you're done, quote unquote, done with your PMC for the wipe. They did add more content here. I just don't know how utilized it's going to be by the player base. The issue with Tarkov is that the systems that they're adding and the design changes that they're making are not seasonal in nature, or at least you have to have longer seasonal cycles, almost like patch cycles go in MMO games. A seasonal game has to have goals that are relatively easy to achieve that gets you to a certain point, and then you just play the game with the max level stuff and start over again. And Tarkov is kind of this weird hybrid between seasonal games and persistent game design. And the scav system, I think you're right. It could be used for somebody who hits their PMC goals for the wipe, whatever those goals are. It's another thing for them to do. I'm not sure that in this first iteration of it, it is compelling enough for most players to really dive into it. There is no clear path for reputation gain, and it's way too easy to make a mistake for reputation loss. And the punishment for reputation loss in the increase of the scav timer alone is going to make people really not pursue it to even try. Because when your scav timer goes from 20 minutes to 22 minutes to 25 minutes to 45 minutes, you're just going to be like, okay, I can't take the risk of continuing to misidentify something that's going to lower my fence rep. I, I just can't take that risk. And so 
The punishing nature of the system with no clear path to overcome the hurdle, I think is something that's going to have to get changed in the next iteration. I think that's where the the balance is just off. I think that they could have done more to incentivize use. They could have done more to incentivize players to do it. That, that's just all balancing, right? It, maybe there were things that you could do to increase the karma, like killing players while they're hunting bosses. And maybe it was too easy to farm if you figured out the, you know, the the secret sauce to gaining the rep. And it's it really, it wasn't clear. <laughs> Frankly, they didn't release patch notes at the beginning of this wipe. So most people just discovered it was in the game on their first scav run when they shot another scav or something. And we're like, wait, what? Minus? Huh? From that standpoint, we, we knew nothing about it when it was coming in. And to my knowledge, there hasn't been any explanation of what problem they were trying to fix and, and where they see it going. So right now I see it as a, a shell of a system that could really be, again, we, we explored a couple options here. I think we've identified some pretty key issues with it. And I don't think it's going to take a lot of work or it, it wouldn't take too much work to try some things out. And I, that's what I guess my biggest hope is, is that they try things out with this to really promote use. And I think you hit on the number one thing. This would have been an amazing event. Shorten the progress path like major so that you could do it in a weekend or two weekends and maybe one weekend a month or, you know, a week out of every month, you know, the scav karma system is on and there's some in-game messaging that tells you that it's going on or whatever. Maybe just during that week, this is on and the, the reputation is multiplied so you could raise faster or even, you know, maybe go down, maybe not as fast as you can go up or something. I don't know. But I think they could have really pumped it in a way that got people to actually dig into the more nuanced things and make it an event. You know, the rewards are, they're cool, but if you spend as many hours as it takes to raise this rep, if you would have put that same into your PMC, I don't know that you necessarily care about a level four armor and healing items on your scav. So it, it's just a, it's, it's in a weird spot right now. I, I really, I really can't wait to hear back on this one because I think if I had to challenge people on it, I had to challenge myself because I think it's cool. I think the concept is cool. I think the opportunity is cool. I'm just not sold on the current implementation. I agree. There's definite potential there. And I think that it would have been better as a, an event that had a quicker progression system so that the benefits of the system as thought out and implemented right now would be more obvious to all the entire player base, something that was more obtainable by everybody to test and truly play. And you could say, okay, this is really going to be worth it in the main game when it takes X you know, hours to actually grind out and get through. Oh, I got to experience the level six rep or whatever it is to see the actual tangible benefit to my scav or whatever PMC or whatever it is. But the way that it is right now, it seems like such a distraction, especially now in the early wipe where you really need to be playing your PMC. They're really, you shouldn't be taking time to do this. You really need to be investing in your PMC, pushing your hideout, pushing your journey and your grind to get the flea market open, pushing those traders because if you take a month off to do this and then you decide that you really want to push your PMC, you're going to be really regretting that. And I think that's kind of where people are are playing with the scav karma system, but they're going to be really regretting not being in the 30s and the 40s two months into the wipe. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, I think it's interesting. I 
am not shooting scavs as a scav because in general, I don't want to increase my scav timer. That's the only thing really that I care about uh, is the negative rep being undoing. So I, I don't find the system compelling enough to invest my game time into trying to level it. I'd rather put that time into my PMC to try to get things done going forward. Hopefully they add more things to it, which will make it more interesting. I think with this system, I do want to give some credit to how much is involved with it and them rolling it out at the start of the wipe. I think that's like a, I mean, it's a big risk. (laughs) And I don't know that it necessarily paid off. I don't know that it's in like horrible land because at the end of the day, like you want the PMC experience to be the main experience. I think where it hurts is I think scabs could be a different game experience and they almost edged it in the right way. So where I'm going to land on it is I don't think it's finished. I hope it's not finished. I think they're just a little bit off of making it actually utilized. And I really hope they test some stuff out. I hope they don't stay super rigid on the systems that are in there and what gives rep, what doesn't, and how it works. Because I think they have enough in there with the system that they can play with the balance bars on it, dial some stuff up and down and sideways, and and really test it out to see what can get people doing other things in raids as a scav. And if they can make it so scav raids are interesting for another reason besides just looting and scooting, that's a successful system in my mind. As long as looting and scooting is still a thing. So I, I hope they don't break that. A lot of thoughts on this one. Any any final thoughts? I think, I mean, I think we surrounded this thing. I feel like it's close in my mind. You know, I think we gave three, four, maybe even five suggestions on maybe a way it could go. Any other thoughts related to this thing? Yeah, my closing thoughts are, in general, the way the game is designed to me is that the scav experience needs to be complementary to the PMC experience in a way that helps you learn what a PMC experience should be. I don't think that's what the Scav Karma system does. The Scav Karma system is almost a different game, a meta game inside of Tarkov. And because of that, I think that's why, for me, it feels like it's mostly out of place. So I'm hoping that they can go through and figure out a way to either shoehorn it in to be more consistent with this PMC experience or flush out the Scav Karma experience to be an entirely different part of Tarkov that maybe actually is a different game in the game. I think if it could be treated like that, it'll feel like it has a home in the game and it'll feel more like the natural flow of player progression and knowledge gain for Tarkov. But until then, it's going to be just kind of this weird thing that changes the way that Scav runs have always been. So It'll get changed. You know, the game's beta. The wipe will go on. It'll get changed. They'll get feedback from the way it is, and and, and things will get added to it. But that's my take. Well, I think uh, <laughs> we we unlocked the additional scav exfil. So I think rather than the uh, standard Emercom exit, I think you should walk us over to that extra one that we unlocked with our insane scav karma on this episode. And uh, I think we I think we exfil. I think we get out of here. Mm-hmm. We're in the room in the middle, and uh, we're in the new hidden scav extract behind the connex in the garage. The uh, green bar is flashing, so that means that we are moments away from disappearing. But as always, before we do, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting the show. If you'd like to join our Patreon, you can join at uh, the links in the description below, but it's patreon.com slash xpmedianow. 
We have Patreon support level starting at a dollar. If you find this useful and you want to support what we're doing around here, please jump over and do that and join the folks that have. Thank you to the people that already do. We greatly appreciate our patrons. We've had some for over a year now. Thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate it. As for me, you can find me at Ronald Gaming on Twitter, or you can find me in Discord. Uh, Ronald at the top of the list next to MTB Trigger. Shoot me a DM in Discord. I respond to those on a pretty consistent basis, hanging out in there most of the day. I love to talk with the community, and especially on this, shoot me a DM or join into episode feedback. Love to hear from you, see how things are going. And otherwise, MTB streams a couple days a week on twitch.tv slash MTB Trigger, and I do hang out and chat there, and we just talk about whatever, kind of in real time and, and hang out. But that's pretty much it for me. If you got something official to send us, make sure to email us at xpmedia2020 at gmail.com. Show sponsorships, what have you. But like Ronald said, I stream a couple times a week at MTB Trigger on Twitch, and you can find me at MTB Trigger basically everywhere. Uh, send me a DM in Discord. I'm monitoring that basically all day right now. Not actively all day, but I check it all day. <laughs> that sounded like I just stare at my Discord inbox all day. That is not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, make sure to join the Discord if you're looking for people to play with or just to talk about the game. But uh, yeah, that's that's all we got. You guys, hope you have a fantastic week. Hope your scav runs go great. Hope you get the rare scav run where nothing has been looted and you get graphics cards and whatever else you need out of them. But as for us and this week, we are out of here. We'll see you soon. See you guys.